What's up, loves? Welcome to Self Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving you the tools that you need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl. So, welcome to the party. <laughs> Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash self-care IRL. There you can sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems that I have curated just for you to help you cultivate those life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. I have had a lot of friends in my 45 years of life (laughs) and, you know, some friendships have lasted and others, eh, not so much. Some friendships are a little rocky right now and others are, you know, solid as a rock, like my main Apple Scrapples. But somewhere around 20 something, I learned that making friends as an adult is hard AF. And as I go deeper into my healing journey, aka when I stopped ghosting the conflicts I would have, (laughs) I learned that trying to reconnect with a friend after a fight or a misunderstanding is even harder than making new friends. So in today's episode, you and I are going to explore how to reconnect with a friend after a falling out. And I want to emphasize you and I, because I am literally going through this right now as we speak. I had a falling out with a good girlfriend of mine because of a a misunderstanding seemingly around money and creative services. We should have immediately had a conversation when it first happened, but we both sort of ran from the elephant in the room like Usain Bolted right past that joint. (laughs) But honestly, what prompted me to completely check out of our friendship was that she unfollowed me on Instagram, which is really petty. Just It's just really petty. But I was mentally checked out, like I washed my hands of the whole thing. In hindsight, I can now understand that maybe her unfollowing me might have been her creating boundaries for her own well-being. You know, like you just had this fallout with your friend and maybe seeing their post every five minutes, every day, whatever, isn't helping move your healing in a healthy space. So the question of the hour is, where do we even start what do we even say when we have these fallings out, falling out, fallings out? What, what do we say when we have a falling out with a friend? How do we reconnect? So first things first, decide if you are even ready to make up with your friend. Ask yourself, are you still angry? Are you still resentful? Are you even willing to forgive the person for whatever happened between you two? If any of your answers were yes, then you will struggle in your attempt to reconcile. So first, reconcile the event within yourself. Second, get real with yourself. Reconciling the event will require you to get really honest with yourself. Acknowledge that things that happened during this fallout, you might might be ashamed of. Apologize to yourself 
for letting things get out of control, for losing your temper, or just for letting so much time pass you guys by. Understand that we are all humans with no legit handbook for maneuvering through life, all while carrying heavy backpacks filled with old feelings, trauma, emotions, and so much more. Then you have to remember that even though conflict is extremely uncomfortable, it is equally extremely normal. Then through accepting this normality, forgive yourself. Once you forgive yourself, you can then forgive other people. And it's then and only then are you ready to make up. Number three, make the first move. This one, this one's going to be hard because we all pause on making the first move out of fear of rejection. So remember, the other person is battling this exact same feeling, but there's a good chance that they may welcome your approach, especially if it's been a long time since you guys have talked. Think of how, think of how you would feel if they reached out to you. Would you be happy? Would you be relieved? Would you be sad? Like, how would you feel if they reached out to you? And if you're still really hesitant about making the first move, you can always send a text or a message. If you're old school, write a little note and, and I don't know, an I miss you card and then mail it off to them. If it's the holidays or a birthday, you can send a gift with a note, you know, inviting them to enter into a healthy conversation of reconciliation with you. This will open the door to reconnection. If you do reach out and you receive, you know, a handful of crickets on the response, that is okay. You've done your part to reconnect. Realize that they may not be in the same place as you are. And that's okay. You might be, you will be disappointed. And that is also okay. Remember that you're doing this for your own healing and nothing else. So the holiday season is here, like it's here, and you have no idea what gift or stocking stuffer that you should give to your loved one. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee that you win this year's stocking stuffer competition. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which includes the Lawnmower Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. I am personally really excited about gifting the Manscaped Cologne Infused Body Wash to my hubby. Ladies, you might want to borrow this one too. As a loyal listener of our podcast, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code SELFCARE. Cheers to rocking the best gifts all this season. A gift for him, but really a gift for you. XOXO Manscaped. Number four is reconnect in person. Okay, so boom, listen. Do not craft that text message, that note, that Instagram IG, that thank you card, that I miss you card, the holiday gift, the birthday gift. Do not craft that message as a means to communicate how you're feeling about the conflict. The text or note that you send is just an invitation to have a much deeper conversation in person. It's not meant to be the solution to your conflict. I know it might seem easier to send a text. I mean, duh, but this could be a mistake because texting and and, and not in-person communication can always be misinterpreted. 
and that can just make things worse. But after you've sent your invite message and then you finally meet in person, speak your mind, right? Be honest with them, be honest with you yourself and then apologize if needed. That way no confusion can occur. And if it's hard for you to see why you should issue an apology on your end, you can simply apologize for the time that has passed. However you start the conversation, know that your sincerity will show in a face-to-face conversation, not in a text. Your words are less likely to be misunderstood because they'll be accompanied by genuine body language. Number five, talk about the issue early in the conversation. Now, listen, I love pleasantries just like the next person. I think they're really important, right? But a hello, how you doing is good enough in the beginning. Once you both agree to a meeting, start off by addressing the issue that has come between you. Like lay everything out on the table immediately. Don't catch up. It's just going to make things even more awkward. You're here because you've been avoiding the elephant in the room. This is the whole point of the meeting in the first place. So don't continue that behavior by letting the pleasantries of a meeting overtake what you really should be there for, which is the elephant in the room. Number six is take responsibility for your part. It would be easy to place the entire blame on your friend, right? But this won't help the reconnection. It won't help you forgive. And the truth is, everyone is to blame when conflict occurs. For example, in my case, I really did think about this girl all year, like all year, but I never picked up the phone. And I am sorry for that. I apologize for that. I should have reached out. I should have reached out sooner. I also should have immediately expressed how I felt when she unfollowed me on Instagram. I was equally as petty for making believe that it didn't mean anything for me, right? Like acting like it didn't make me feel. So if you replay the scenario back with honesty, there are lots of things that you can take responsibility for. Just know that repairing the damage to your friendship requires you to accept some of the blame. This is the time for you and me (laughs) to be the bigger person. Number seven, what upset you then doesn't necessarily have to be the issue today. If I am really honest with you, I barely remember why I got mad at my friend in the first place. And now that time has passed, so has my memory of what happened. Like the why of this fallout has faded so much, it's ridiculous. And again, now shame has arrived, embarrassment. Cause I'm like, why did I wait a year and some change? Just like, why have I not said anything? And then if this is true in your case, you may be holding a grudge, right? Stubbornness and untrustworthy memories have arrived in your mental space. If we all were to operate from a place of honesty, we'd all admit that we don't even know why we were fighting in the first place. It takes a lot of effort to hold a grudge, especially when it's based on the thought process we had when we were in the angry state of mood. Like when we were angry, you got to hold, like, can you imagine? Like, I've been holding on to this for a year and I'm not mad anymore. I'm really, I'm not. I, I imagine that if I see her, it might be a little awkward and maybe that will prompt us to have a conversation, but you got to really simply get humble, right? Like get over yourself and forgive all involved, including 
yourself. This is the healthiest way for your heart to heal. And I promise you, you and I, because <laughs> I am also talking to myself, I promise you that you will feel amazing after dumping the bad feelings stories, right? Those coulda, woulda, shoulda, this, this, like just dump all of that. And I'm, I promise you, you will feel better. As you guys know, I love, love, love the holidays. If I could leave my Christmas tree up all year around and my husband not throw a tantrum, I certainly would. But if I'm really honest with you, it's really because this time of year, I miss my mom the most. That's why I'm so grateful to be partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app. You can clear your head with guided daily meditations. You can improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks or drift away into dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for both children and adults. For listeners of our show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash tie. Go to calm.com slash ty for 40% off and unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash ty. Number eight is find a new common ground or new common grounds, right? After you've reconnected, it might feel a little awkward, you know? Sometimes relationships don't just bounce back or pick up from where you left them. You can help to reforge the bond of your friendships by finding something that you can both talk about or something that you both want or share. Maybe you're both foodies now, so you can make a list of the places that you'll want to go out and try and eat together, you know? Or maybe you're both considering starting new families. You can kind of, you know, share the names that you might name your dog or something. I don't know. Or maybe you're moving away or switching careers, whatever it is. These commonalities will increase the chances of your friend being willing to reconnect with you. Number nine is decide what you both want moving forward. And this might be a question that you think about before you even meet up. Like this is probably a question that you ask yourself when you decide if you're ready to make the first move. What do you need in order to move forward? Is this meeting an opportunity to rebuild the friendship you once had? Or is it just a meeting for closure? You know, maybe you don't really want to be their friend, but you don't want any animosity to to build, right? Are you both interested in giving your friendship another chance? Remember that Forgiveness does not mean reconnection. And while this episode is about reconnecting with a friend after a fallout, your question to yourself, right? Your question to yourself might be how to have closure from a fallout with a friend. The friendship can only, only be worth saving if both parties acknowledge the problem and agree to work through it together. It will not work. It will... I repeat, it will not work if only one person is willing to apologize. Relationships of any kind require work from all parties involved. And so if the if the idea is that I just need closure, then by all means, have the conversation, be honest with yourself, be honest with them, and then grieve that relationships. We'll talk about that maybe in 2022, about how to grieve friendships that have fallen out. Um, But I said that to say it is very okay, right, if you've had this 
fallout and that be the end, right? But what's not okay is for the fallout to happen and it be the end and there's no closure, there's no resolution to it. And so now when you see each other, it's awkward, it's weird. You know, I have another friend, we had a fallen out years ago and every time we see each other, it's still hella awkward, right? Like it's like high school awkward. But if we were to have a closing conversation, like, you know, this was bad. I was in this place at that time. I apologize. Let's move on. And again, the apology doesn't mean I need to reconnect with you. The apology doesn't mean that we're going to be best friends again. The apology just means that I am laying this behavior. I am laying this energy, right? I am laying it all to rest. It is done. Gaps or inefficiencies in our diet should not be ignored. I ask myself often, am I getting all of the vitamin D and omega-3s that I should? Because most women are not. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by research to help fill nutrient gaps in diets of women ages 18 and over. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. After having my hysterectomy, my body was just, it was just all out of sorts. I was super tired and I, I just really couldn't focus. So I've been taking the Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin for a few months now and I'm just now starting to feel normal again. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash TY and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash tie. Number 10, um, and my last tip, I think, is dig deep for patience and keep your expectations realistic. Actually, you'd serve this situation best if you didn't have any expectations at all. Don't demand apologies. Don't expect the other person to say something that you think they should say about the fallout. Just simply let the conversation flow on its own. Let the organic, you know, feelings and emotions, you know, rise up and fall where they need to fall. You know, again, enter it with complete honesty. Then afterwards, if you've both decided that you want to move forward with reconnecting and becoming friends again, acknowledge that it might take a while before you can become, you know, like best friends again. Again, in in most cases, you're not going to be able to pick up like nothing ever happened. And unless, again, it was really dumb, which in my case, I think it was silly as hell. And so her and I might just have a conversation and then it pick up how it was before, right? Or it just might change. And as much as we hate to admit it, change is really good for us, right? I think we think about conflicts as this, again, they're very uncomfortable. We don't want to deal with them. We don't want to address them. But sometimes conflicts are the catalyst to the change that we have been ignoring, right? Like maybe that person wasn't that good of a friend. Maybe that person gossiped a lot with you. And so then you have trust issues that maybe since they're gossiping with you, they're gossiping about you. You know, that whole saying, you know what I mean? Um, and, and people change, you know, years later, say you had a fallout with someone a year ago, they might not be the same person 
that they were since time has passed. So things might still be very different for you after the fallout. And again, that is very okay. These tips, this um, this podcast episode is merely for you to begin the healing because when you have these fall, falling out, when you have a fallout with your friend and you have unresolved communication, you have unresolved conflicts, it just mirrors it mirrors itself into other healthy relationships, right? And so you could be having a perfectly good relationship, let's say a perfectly good marriage, right? But because you've had this fallout with your best friend, now you're bringing home all of that energy into your relationship with your husband or your wife or you know your significant other. And so it is really important that you do these things for you, not for the other person. So if they don't reach out, If it doesn't go the way that you would like it to go, that is simply okay. The goal is to initiate the conversations, to reconnect, to have resolve, or to have new beginnings. It is important to let your friendship redevelop over time. And maybe that redevelop means it to end. Good friends are really hard to come by. They're really hard to find. And sometimes, or in most cases, it's worth putting in the effort into reconnecting. If you've had a falling out with a friend, follow this process and it can help restart your friendship anew. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting the podcast each week. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story to share, please consider joining our community. You can log on to patreon.com slash self-care IRL. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash self-care IRL. And if you enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, like we go together or something. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Sunday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on your IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me. I am at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening to me today. And until next time, toodles. Hey.